This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. All right, there's a lot of things where we can talk about, about the cracks in the foundation when it comes to your Browns and trying to, I mean, look, there still is time to salvage what's going on right now, but it's got to happen super fast, and it better start on Monday night against the Bengals or else this could be one of the longest seasons we've had since, well, 1-15 and 0-16. and I don't know that it gets any longer than that. At least they have two wins. So let's, let's, uh, let's backtrack to what something Kevin Stefanski said he really wanted to talk about after the game, and he goes, well, I'll get an explanation on this because uh, there were some – it seemed like there were some refereeing blunders at the end of the game. I'm never going to blame a game on the refs, so don't put the game in their hands, but let's discuss. I will, um, but that's not why they lost. It's not why they lost. It just didn't help the cause. Um, So Monday is the please give us an apology day in the NFL. That's why that team send in the the tape to the league office asking for verification. Correct. Um, How many apologies did we get? Uh, so, uh, Kevin Stavansky was asked if he has heard back from the league for completely bleeping up the, what should have been offsides on the Ravens and a 50 yard field goal try. It actually turned into a false start, phantom false start. And of course a blocked 60 yard field goal. Not yet. I've had one phone call and I'll, I'll have another phone call later today. Charlie's a veteran, a uh, long snapper. He did nothing differently than he's done his entire career. We're in no way trying to draw them offside in that situation. The risk reward is way, way, way too high. You may do that if it's on the plus 10 and it's a short field goal. There's teams I see do that, but that certainly was not what we were doing there. Yeah. So that's where we're at there. Uh, Joel Batonio was also. Oh, at, I thought. Uh, do we get clarification or no? No. Just, no, no. Okay. No, okay. No, no. I thought the league. I thought no, the league no. called you, Daryl. I thought you were no, talking. Clarification. The um. Uh. Here's Joel. Uh, he was asked about not only that call, but also, of course, uh, Amari Cooper, and the uh, offensive pass interference. You know, unfortunately, it's part of football. It's an imperfect, you know, science refing games. Um. You know, like you said, the Amari's a fifty-fifty call most of the time. And then, you know, if we make the field goal, we still have to go to overtime and, and play against some um, in, in overtime there, or they had some time left too to, to go down and score, I think. Um, so it, it, it was one of those things where it definitely didn't help us, but um, we still could have found other ways to get a win. That's the, uh, you know, I, I look, I think, Kevin I think Joel's Stefanski's right. Team, don't you? 
yeah, Joel's right. Kevin Stefanski, both uh, handling it uh, a lot more professionally than I would. True. See, and this is my. This is one of my issues uh, that I have with Stefanski. This was a time to show emotion. This was a time to write a check to the league office to really show your locker room you have their back, and, and you'll cut a check for ripping the refs because the refs did uh, deserve some ripping. And he, re- I can deal with a coach that doesn't show personality and stuff like that because I don't think you should be judging a coach on his press conferences. Okay. He's True. not there to he's not there to entertain you. He's there to win football games. Unfortunately, Kevin Stefanski right now is doing neither. That but that's a whole nother thing. But show your guys that you have their back. And if there was ever an opportunity to light NFL officiating on fire in front of reporters, it was yesterday. It was Sunday afternoon in Baltimore. That was absolutely ridiculous. First off, nobody moved on the Browns. Secondly, two Ravens jumped off sides. Thirdly, the officials couldn't even tell you which freaking Brown fall started. Okay. The Amari thing, even Amari's acknowledged that it should have been a penalty in the, in the, in the locker room. So it kind of makes me hard to fight on Amari's behalf there because I, he, and I'll be honest with you. I thought he pushed off too. I mean, like yeah, I, I don't have a problem every, with that. He, play. Every receiver does that. How many times did we see Ravens receivers do that yesterday with the extended arms and no flags got thrown? So, okay. That I mean, that hand fighting is 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 part of the the game. It was a soft push, but it, you know I can understand why they called it. I saw it again. It, don't put yourself in the position. But my, but right. my point is, if you really want to be mad, I it, there, but let me bring up the other point too. And I don't know if you were going here or not, but how do you pick up a flag on roughing the passer? You either did or didn't. That was garbage. And then the clock around two minutes was ridiculous too, because they should that we should have had. And Kevin talked about it after the game. Even if they miss. That, that we should have had another play and then the two-minute warning, so which probably would have given them more than 22 seconds. Like, I still don't understand why Baltimore called timeout at the end, but whatever. I, I just – there were just – there were some aggravating circumstances there, and I'm starting to believe what you're saying about if there was ever a time to take a fine, that was it. You might yeah. be right. Take the fine. Show your guys that you're willing to fight for them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I – and again, I, I'm not saying go outside your personality and do it on a weekly basis, but, you know, time and place. You see J.B. Bickerstaff do it with the Cavaliers. You know, I mean, he bitches at the referees every night and lo- basically. So does Bill his, Belichick. You know, lose, Bill, I mean, Bill, you're watching him. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, his, I mean, J.B.'s voice is gone by the time the game is over because he's every done so game. much screaming at him. But, uh, you know, Terry Francona does it with the Guardians. He knows when to get himself thrown out of games and stuff like that. Like, every once in a while, you have to get pissed off publicly. And you have to show that fire and show that passion. Some that, people, some coaches will say, and Daryl, I, I mean, I've heard this, what sense does it make for me to lose my cool? Then I've got all my players losing my cool. But there are, this is probably one of the rare examples because I, normally I would fight you tooth and nail on this. Like, but I'm not saying in the middle of the game. To, yeah. I'm not saying in the middle of the game. I'm but you're right. At the end of the game, he could have led into the referees. Or after the game, walk up to an official and MF the living you-know-what out of them. You know, and let the cameras see you do it. Just something to show your guys that I am, that you care. I am yeah. fighting for you. And then maybe you don't have guys yelling after the game, where's the leadership? Yeah. 
whether yeah. it's players or coaches. Because all because guess what? That's all we hear about is how many leaders they have. Talk, 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 talk about leaders. We got leaders. Every room's got a leader. Blah, 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 blah. We got our leadership council. Blah, blah, blah. And where do you see leadership on game days? You, you don't. I, I will say one thing about Kevin. Let me say this. I'm glad he had Charlie Hewlett's back because I'm still trying to figure out why they were a yard up on the block kick and not a yard back. And now I'm worried about Charlie. Like, I'm, if we're saying Charlie Hewlett's name, something's wrong. Because this guy's one of the best long snappers there are in the game. He's been that way. He's been consistent for us. I've never – you don't notice him. That's why you don't really know who he is. And on the snap prior to the to the long field goal attempt, it was one of the rare times that we've ever seen him burn one on the ground. And they uh, did a great the job. Uh, yeah, on the PAT. You're right. But that was the snap. That was the – there was no long snap in between, was there? Was there a no, punt, he, maybe? It, was a long, it was the long snap on the PAT. Yeah, and so and, and I, I mean they did a great job of making sure that thing went through. I, I don't know, like that extra yard doesn't make sense to me, and I think Kevin was not happy about it. Well, because they lined up wrong. That's what it was. Uh, it, that wasn't something they planned. They miscalculated the uh, the depth on the snap when hmm. they set up for it. Whose fault is that? Kicker? <sighs> Probably. Yeah. Rookie kicker. He's got to know what he needs, and everyone else is there to help him. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. All right. What else do we or want the, to hear? Or, about or the holder. Yeah. But, you know, getting back to my leadership thing, you know, your backup yeah, quarterback it shouldn't be a leader. Sorry. As great of a guy as Jacoby Brissett is, you know, like John Johnson, you know, he's a vocal leader. Is he really a leader, though? Uh, you know, you hear people talking about his paycheck, and then you question, you know, the young guys that aren't making that much money saying, well, it's easy for you to say that because you're making so much money. Right. I, don't know. I mean, I heard that today and I was like, Ugh. I mean, We're it, really going there. It, you know, I, I just, I can't, I can't wrap my head around this leadership thing with the Browns and, and, uh, you know, everyone wants to talk about leaders and being leaders, this, that, and the other. And this does not look like a team with leaders, like true, honest to goodness leaders. There's Isn't a lot of guys- yelling about at the end. I yeah. mean, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that just want to go out and play football. Like Nick Chubb's not a leader. He's a great he's a great player, but he's not vote. You know, he's not vote. He just it, it, he leads it, but just by going out and playing well. You know, what I'm, like, yeah. and and I don't know, like, what is leadership today in professional sports? Is it getting up and giving a rah rah speeches in the locker room? Is it just doing? And letting your play do the talking, it, like I, I don't know. I like, think maybe, that's part of it. Look, you maybe, uh, first maybe of I'll all, do a survey this uh, week. I'll, that, that'll be one of my missions. It's not week. a bad. It's not. Maybe we could do that with fans too. But uh, yeah. the number one thing a leader has to do is they've got to execute to full capacity during a game. You're never going to be a leader that anyone. I, I'm not. I don't want to say anyone respect, but you need someone who's going to be out there that is playing the game probably the right way all the time leading by example, never quitting, never complaining. Yeah. If that's what you want leadership to be. Right. I mean, it, again, I think it, leadership leadership has to be earned in some ways from the players, but you should probably be respect like you know, Joe Thomas was respected, right? But was Why? he a leader? I don't think the teams were good enough. To, for that you know what i'm saying like yeah he, he might be the most wasted career in the history of athletics nick chubb is the second i think nick chubb is a leader i mean he okay. I, I think he's he doesn't have to be a vocal leader i just think 
Nick plays the game the right way. I can't believe people were mad at him for scoring the touchdown earlier in the season. One of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my life. And I, and I just, I like, I, again, I, it goes back to my Jersey factor. Would you let your kid wear that player's Jersey? I ask that all the time. And if you can say yes, then you respect that player and you respect what you respect them for who they are. I would let any of my kids wear Nick Chubb's Jersey any day of the week. I just think it's a way to look. It's a way to look at things. All right, let's take another quick time out. I want to talk about some of the injuries that happened. Um, and I don't, maybe we got to find something positive. There's got to be one, one positive thing we can find. We're going to look for it next. It's always game day, please. 